0: Hey friends, welcome to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for everything stationery, journaling, and planning related. This is April from Penguins Creative, and we have Kelly from Kelly Love Letters here today. We're gonna talk about living the analog life and fun things in the community. So join us with a drink, and let's chat about what's new in the stationery world. How's it going, Kelly? Oh, you know, um,
1: there's a new background because I have moved it's very stark (laughs) yeah there's nothing on the walls it feels really weird and And
0: everything on the ground
1: (laughs) yeah i i really wish i could stay home from work more days to just like you know clear everything up but it'll happen over time (laughs) but right now
0: it's just stuff everywhere (laughs) stuff everywhere I, I feel like I could just copy and paste exactly what you just said and apply it to me. Like, I wish I could stay home <laughs> for the rest of this week yeah. and just play with all the stuff I bought. Like, they're just <laughs> sitting behind yes. me, tempting me, and they're still in their suitcase. Yes. Um, but what first, what are you drinking yeah. tonight? I have.
1: So, Mike and I went to Trader Joe's. I'm so excited because I haven't been in a while. Uh, and it's pumpkin gonna... season, too. It, it is, but I just got the lime... Uh, uh, sparkling water Trader Joe's brand, but we did, what did we get? I So we m- made the mistake of going grocery shopping hungry, so I was like, uh, oh, this all looks so good. Of course. <laughs> and now I don't even remember what I bought.
0: <laughs> I just remember because I went, like, right before my trip to Taiwan to do some shopping for my family because they wanted some snacks oh. from Trader Joe's, but the yeah. store is just exploding with pumpkin spice, and that's, like, a yes. flavor they don't get. <laughs> like it's not a it's a very unusual flavoring it's pumpkin spice in Taiwan. so I felt like those snacks weren't like a huge hit with them. <laughs> so I was like, sorry, oh, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know I wish I wish they had more of the old usual like you know the Paris crepe dessert thing. Like they have a lot of nice treats. On the yeah. frozen aisle, like above the frozen oh, yeah. aisle, but then um, you have to keep it frozen
1: for however many. Hours no, no, no! Like
0: ab- the fresh stuff above the frozen oh. aisles, like oh, they yeah, always yeah. they always stack the snacks there. But um, it's unfortunately this time the the pumpkin spice Jojos weren't a big hit. <laughs> oh no! But they're so good. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, could, I knew I know someone who would like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, it's been a busy week and we're here with a revenge episode because both Kelly and I have been on an adventure as we shared last time on our stream or on our recording. (laughs) Whatever we're doing here. Whatever we're doing here. (laughs) Kelly went to Dallas. I sure did, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. And also to note, we both went to somewhere really hot, like it was 90 degree and like 70% humidity in Taipei when I was back there. And I thought I was going to melt. It was horrible. So
1: at least where I was, the humidity wasn't as bad. Like um, my friends I hang out with, I'll talk about them later. um, They were like, oh yeah, in Houston, it's way worse humidity. I'm like, yeah, it is, isn't it? (laughs) Like having been there last year, I can recognize that. But like, Uh... there's this picture I took. I took a selfie on my last day during the day. And I was just like, because I'm like, I can't look outside
0: because it's so bright. What is that thing in the sky? <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. And I was in Taipei. It was just hot. It was like a late Late summer, I think, still mm-hmm. end of September is still considered late summer. And I remember just sitting in our dining room in our house, like the AC wasn't on, like I because I arrived really Ooh. early in the morning at like six a.m. So I sat down in the dining room, like drinking my breakfast, uh, kind of soy so soybean milk. And I was just thinking, what is going on? Am I having a fever? Like why is my head <laughs> hot? My hands are hot, my ears are hot. And is it was just hotter It than... was it was just hot. Oh. <laughs> I was
1: yeah. Like, this is cuz people aren't meant to exist there. It's,
0: it's just And too I much. was like mom is this like normal like i don't remember it being this hot and i she said yeah in the past few years global warming you know so yeah (laughs) i was just like oh man i i I now know the only season to visit taiwan is like early like early spring and then like late fall Mm -hmm. winter that's the only time i can stand the weather there now same with japan probably oh yeah which is which is the right time (laughs) that we're going i know i'm so excited for that okay oh well i'm drinking milk tea um taiwan milk tea from um taiwan Uh, it's like it's like instant milk tea powder that i always like mule back it's like made by this Basically, there's this, like, plant nursery by this university in Taiwan, and then they make their own coffee bean, and they make their own, like, they have, like, a, this whole brand, and then they make this milk tea powder. Um, I love it so much, and it's, like, Ooh. a really good cup of milk tea, but it's too hot, so I'm drinking with a spoon right now. Oh, nice. I love that mug. It's the <laughs> that grump- so cute. It's the grumpy mug. I don't even remember where I bought this
1: from. It matches your shirt. It does. <laughs> And also, um, we need to talk about, for the audio listeners right now, April got a very cute haircut. (laughs)
0: They'll see it on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's making me, like, want to cut my hair. But I I don't oh know. God. I've been f- feeling lately like, oh, I like my longer hair. But I feel like if it gets longer than how
0: it is right now, I'm going to get pissed off. So I just want to, like, <laughs> disclose the reason why I ma- did the haircut. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, it was really hot. But second, this is for Japan. Because I am going into that onsen and, like, bathing thing every single <laughs> I the- night. You got a haircut for an <laughs> yeah, because I, I booked a hotel that has like the public flat bath and I'm using it every single night and I don't want to dry my hair for like an hour every night. So hence the short hair. That's that the commitment there is, is pretty
1: amazing i so. cut it
0: all the way down to like right below my ear this is the shortest i've ever done uh, with a Yeah, long it's, it's super cute i know i look like a boy <laughs> like if i <laughs> <laughs> i look a little like a, like a boy but it's cute um a cute kind of not pixie cut but like just short enough
1: <laughs> yeah you know so. what oh my god it's giving sailor mercury
0: Yeah, a little. No, the thing is, okay. Here's the funny story. I went to the same hairdresser that my mom goes to, that I've always Mm -hmm. gone to. Like our whole family goes there. And I went there, and I showed her a photo of this Japanese actress, and I was like, I want the haircut just like her. And -hmm. then, and then I took off my glasses, let her do her thing. I put back, I put on my glasses back at the end. I was like, oh. You gave me a Grace Wu haircut like my mom's haircut (laughs) (laughs) instead of this Japanese actress. So I look like like mom, my mom right now. <laughs> That's cute. Not saying, mom, your haircut isn't good, but it's just like I wasn't expecting to look like my mom. And it was even funnier because my mom has a twin sister and they have the same haircut right now. And so when I met up with them, the three of us look like we're Aww. like triplets. <laughs> That's so
1: cute. Oh, I love that. For some but- reason... Did I know that your mom is a twin? <laughs> I feel That's like so
0: you, cute. I feel like you should know. I don't know. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Alright, we got a lot to share. And I, I feel yeah, like do. the more the more reasonable way to approach this mm-hmm. <laughs> as if our podcast is all about reasonable. No, um, yeah, it's not. Is no. <laughs> why don't you go first and talk about Dallas and then mm-hmm. and then after you finish I'll talk about Taiwan. Okay. Um, Cause I, I want to hear all about Dallas Pen show too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I feel like, I feel like yours is more because you were there for longer. Uh, so I got into Dallas Thursday night and then I left on Sunday or no, right. I left on Sunday evening. I think so. So yeah. Um, so it was basically just Penn show all day, Friday and most of the day, Saturday, um, And I was really, really happy to meet up with um, Teresa and Yumin. Um, And I'll put their Instagrams in there. They both have Instagrams that are, like, not easy to say, especially (laughs) Teresa's. (laughs) I know. Um, But, uh, like, so Teresa was the person that I met at Oblation uh, last year because she was, like, in town to go to a friend's wedding in seattle and like and then i was like oh my god i'm going to houston next month and she's like oh my god i live there and that's right Mm -hmm. yeah we really connected a lot and uh so then i was like hey by the way i'm going to the dallas pen show and for those of you like me that have no concept of Texas, um, I, I believe Houston and Dallas are about four hours' drive I know. from each other.
0: It's so <laughs> I, I had that really bad, like, really wrong impression too at the beginning. Like, oh, yeah, Texas, yeah, oh. Texas. It's just you know, <laughs> you live in one
1: spot, you can go to the other spot. Now, Turns it's, out, no, <laughs>
0: it's, it's bigger than
1: like. I know people talk about yeah Texas is big like you know Texas is big but I feel like when you're there you're just kind of like oh (laughs) yeah it really is though like it's just a very it's a very strange place I remember last year I felt like I was visiting a foreign country and I kind of felt that way this time too
0: (laughs) in in Dallas (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah but it's um you know it was amazing we uh we so me human and Teresa went to uh, KBBQ K- on Ooh. Saturday night. Nice because they they were asking me what I wanted to eat. I'm like you know I'm literally like I could eat anything right now and everything. So let's go and <laughs> and they were like which which one of us wants to cook and human uh, was the one that uh, she was like I got this like I'm like you're. You're the April.
0: Yes. I'm always the one who mans the grill at the KBBQ.
1: (laughs) I was like, I don't know what to do. She's like, I got this. (laughs) Um, It was really good. And then it was funny because we saw... um, across the like there was kind of this divider in the restaurant and then we (laughs) realized the people on the other side of the divider were actually people that went to the pen show as Ah! well that uh, Teresa knows from Houston that's so so funny
0: oh my god like oh my
1: god and they talked for a while and it was very cute um and then after that we got bubble tea I was like how am I gonna drink bubble tea of course I did though (laughs) and then we we were like let's journal but then it it ended up just being me like testing all of their pens because they were like kelly we want you to test all of our pens I'm like okay and, <laughs> and then before we know it it's time to go back um yeah mm-hmm. and uh yeah the next day we got this like authentic mexican food for brunch Ooh. which was really really good i was
0: like how did you like from your instagram story i was really surprised how much time you get to like hang out and like outside I know. of the show
1: so it's really because you know Saturday night was the last night so I didn't have anything to do for the show
0: oh, and then the, like it
1: it doesn't go till Sunday so it was actually no. Friday. Oh yeah, it was so good. No. Yeah. So I since I spent the night on Saturday I was able to have some time during the day on Sunday. That's so fun. And we ended up going to a Starbucks and I got a cute Dallas mug. Of course. Um and uh you know we sat there and journaled a little bit and i i wanted to talk about um that i this is the insert i made for my houston trip um it's a passport I, size yeah my little passport size and i decided to um you know use it again for uh, uh for this one cute. and uh Teresa wrote me a cute little note um that's and adorable. Then I, like put this cute photo of us in there. And... Oh, you
0: really, you really do good spreads like on <laughs> <Yeah>. the go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right.
1: So, you know, I I did a very minimal amount of journaling, but I still did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I did want to talk briefly about how. Well, I know I mentioned last time I I worked the Tasha booth, mm-hmm. um, which oh, is right. I forgot you were there for work. <laughs> I know, right? It was. It was very, it's very high-end, so it's, I'm not really used to the products, you know, like that price point. Oh, that's I true. I mean, mm-hmm. starting price point for the, most of the pens is like around $900, and it just kind of goes up from there. And it's the type of thing that like, Even working I, for
0: CY did not get you used to that?
1: <laughs> no, no, well, you know, $600, like that's a lot of money, but like 900 is even more. I know. <laughs> So it's yeah, it's uh, and I, I totally messed up and I'm sorry I disappointed at least two people that were like, oh, Kelly, I heard that you have the CY's Kakari pen did you bring it? No, I didn't bring it. That would have been smart.
0: But oh I my
1: goodness! <laughs> so I was like, God damn it, Kelly! Like,
0: <laughs> no, he didn't say that. You need to I like just... broadcast and look for someone with the Kakari pen. I'm like, can I borrow it for two days? Like, <laughs> I,
1: know, I know, I really messed up. But no, okay, next pen show, I will for sure bring. It. Um, you need it taped to you, basically. <laughs> so, but I was mostly womaning the uh, the ink slash lower end pen nice. section. Um and I was doing really good. I was selling lots of ink, lots of pen cases. They, they made of the kimono fabric. Um so yeah, I had a good time and I really liked the Dallas show
0: and I really want to go back next year. Ah, oh, that's so which, fun. Because I saw your comment on that on your Instagram story and I'm like that that felt like me at, hmm, which show? I, I remember saying something about wanting to go back to a show. Oh, DC. I, I wanted oh. to go to DC as, like, just an attendee or something yeah like that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I really want to go as an attendee because, like, okay, first of all, okay, Dallas Penn Show, the organize I don't know if it was the organizer, if he was the organizer, I don't even know his name, I feel bad, mm-hmm. but he was the guy at the registration booth, um, that was manning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really well organized, and he would periodically say, because, you know, when you're working the show, they like, you show up early to set up your booth, and he would say, like, all right, uh, 30 minutes till start time, and, like, he had this, like, like a PA sort of thing that he, like, <laughs> you know, it that broadcasted throughout both of the rooms so that we could all know, all right, 30 minutes... It's like all right five minutes till doors open all right and like it it was just like nice to be made aware of all of that because i feel Aww. like all the pen shows should have <laughs> 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 like kind of a system of just and Aww. you know it was um like because of course there was a silent auction as well so they would like, like okay last five minutes to enter the silent auction like you know, it, he was very informative and helpful and nice. And, of course, all Pencho people are like that. Um, because that's how it is. Um, and I wanted to talk about how, and I think we've talked about this before, but just how cool the hobby is. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, you know, there's... I'm, I meet people all the time that are like you know, all kinds of range of uh-huh. pe- people into the hobby. Like someone comes up to me and is like, oh, I just bought a Twisby Eco. It's my very first pen. I'm so yes. excited. I'm like, that's so awesome. I love that. And then someone, you know, says like, oh, I just, you know, spent a ton of money on this cool vintage pen that I've been wanting for a long time. Or, you know, I just spent like $99 on like my next like level up pen. And I, I love how no matter what level that you're at, mm-hmm. that everybody's having a good time, even like Jinhao Sharks and like, yeah. you know, platinum preppies. Like it's like as much as you and I, obviously, since we're kind of in too deep at this point, <laughs> <you> spe- <laughs> tend to spend more money on pens, but it's, it doesn't discount people that don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's accessible and, I don't know, that we're all able to live in harmony with all of our pen choices.
0: I, I feel like, <laughs> oh man, I relate to that so much. And that's actually one of the biggest point from my takeaway, like my my takeaway, my biggest takeaway from my trip too is like Creative <laughs> Expo is basically the other spectrum of this hobby, right? Like we got, the, yes. you got like the pen hobby and then there's also like the craft and arts hobby and like unfortunately the both of us are like very deep in both but like (laughs)
1: yeah
0: it's bad it's really bad you don't want to be here you don't want to be here um But but we have fun but we have so much fun but then the same thing like oh my goodness the the degree like the variety of people that comes to these events and i had the pleasure of, like, introducing my mother and my aunts, because, yeah. like, on the last day, they were like, so what is, like, you're here, you're back home for a stationary event, like, what yes. is it about, and I took them, <laughs> and they were, like, just jaw-dropping, because they were just amazed by the variety of things that are there, like, it's not just stickers, which is what right. a lot of people tend to think, or, like, when they think about pen hobbies, like, it's just a pen, what do you mean, like, yeah. no, there's, like, 10,000 types of pens, and, like, people there's all these people here validating the fact that this is important to those people and like we mm-hmm. all we all acquire happiness <laughs> very easily yes. through something so so small and so like intricate and so cool so I, I I don't know I feel like yeah I feel like the same the hobby is just an amazing thing it connects so many people together like yes all of us from all walks of lives um just sharing um, the joy from these little things, like from stationery and like, you know, how it elevates the way we do things every day. Yes. Just so nice. And um, that was
1: um, something that Teresa was talking about, like, um, like she got her first grind from, uh, I mean, not her first grind ever, but her first grind from uh, Matthew Chen. Mm-hmm. Who is doing so good, by the way. I'm so proud of him. I remember in DC last year, like, it seemed like he was sort of just starting out, and like, you know, he's been going to all the shows, and I think it's his like full time thing now. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm just proud of him. Go you, <laughs> Matthew Chen. Um But yeah, just I feel like spending time with Teresa and Human is even though Obviously, I do not live in the same area that they live in. Like, I come out and we hang out and I feel like they're, like, good friends. Uh-huh. And, like, we just, they're like, oh, try this one. This is so cool. I'm like, oh, this feels so good. What ink is this? And just, like, it's its really cool to connect with fellow
0: humans. <laughs> And so far apart too, like not just in your immediate like life social circle or whatever. Yeah. With this hobby, we get to make friends with people who live like several states away or several countries away. So yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Okay, so I I gotta ask. Yeah. I, I the I'm sure the demographic is interesting in Dallas. Like, how many cowboy hats? <laughs> at the show like (laughs) you know how like you know we've been to the big metro ones like dc and like west coast ones and Mm -hmm. you know you got the techies and that 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 type you know not to be okay i am being stereotypical but i'm curious (laughs) like you know is it is the cowboy boots like you know? Oh yes, just, just popping all over the place. Yes, and I I I don't know, but I love listening to people's accents. So I'm sure there's so many charming like southern accents that just yes. co- just rolls up to your table and like I can't even mimic it. It's so hard. I know. But... I can't either. I <laughs> but you know what I'm I, saying, right? Like the people yes. in that in that Southern charm accent, like yes, honey, like you know something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah I or
1: yeah, I was definitely called Hun by the. Um, I, I went to Wendy's the first night because it was like the only thing really nearby that I could get dinner at, and there was the. <laughs> The older gentleman working at Wendy's called me hun and I was like, oh, that that feels sweet with a southern accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I will say, like, it's interesting because I was comparing it to when I see people wearing cowboy hats out here in mm-hmm. Portland or Washougal. Well, I guess Washougal, it's a little more common, but not as much as Texas at all. <laughs> but like seeing it out here you're like okay what are, what are you doing and, but <laughs> seeing it over there is like oh yeah that's they're just hanging out with their cowboy <laughs> 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 like, it's i was comparing it to like people that wear beanies out here in like portland seattle
0: it's true like, you know us and our what do you call it the the jacket the rain jackets from like yep. you know yeah or Pataguchis, you know. Yeah, Pataguchis. <laughs> and the, You know Patagonia, they're from Seattle, yeah. <laughs> In like, they're like, you know, what do you call them? like feather
1: down down jackets? And like the North Face and the mm-hmm. Columbia sportswear. Yeah, that. Yeah. So and the cowboy boots. I noticed a lot of cowboy boots that I was like, you know, just that people
0: actually wear them. <laughs> No, because that's the thing. I remember yeah. following Planet Con or something. Not, not Planet Go Wild maybe, one, one of the mm-hmm. big stationary events. And they were held in like Austin or whatever, one of the, okay. again, one of the Texas. And just out of curiosity. Some place in Texas, yeah. <laughs> one of the cities. <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't know the details. But I just remember seeing the, the women that are attending very enthusiastically shopping for cowboy boots in preparation. And then what even amazes me is that no one's laughing at them. There's really Mm -hmm. people giving really sincere advices about breaking in their cowboy boots. I was just like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's just a different lifestyle. I, it's I mean, a different
0: it's, lifestyle, exactly. Yeah. It's not
1: like everyone was wearing it, but it's like not uncommon. And mm-hmm. Kirk has his little getup. He's like, "Oh, you've never seen me in Dallas, have you?" He has oh. like his bolo tie and oh his cowboy gosh. hat and his cowboy boots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have loved to see a photo of Kirk.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was really fun, and like people are really nice there, and. I it's kinda like when time, I went y'all. to when I went to
0: <laughs> Chicago. Um, again, like I don't know if this is stereotypical, but like people are so nice in Chicago. It's got that yeah. Midwest charm. Yeah. Whereas people thing. in California are a little more snappy and more impatient. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I, I I think going to pen shows for from around the country definitely allows you to kind of get a glimpse into like the local culture in a bit. And let let me
1: just share one really fun anecdote that I haven't shared on social media yet. Um, (laughs) So when I got in to Dallas, uh, I ended up walking around and I, because I thought I was going to go to the Whataburger because I was really hungry. I was like, I want to go to Whataburger. But at the airport, it's like way out. You have to walk way the heck out somewhere else. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll just go to the hotel. And I wait for the like hotel shuttle. And then one finally comes and they're like, oh, this is actually going to the other Double Tree. So it doesn't go to the one you want to go to. And I was like, oh, I'll just get a lift. So. You know, this is all, I'm, I'm all upset. Meanwhile, there's this, like, beautiful sunset happening, and I'm, like, all, like, mad. And I'm, like, this is beautiful, and I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> like, so, eventually, finally, when the Lyft driver pulls up, uh, I well, before he pulls up, when I'm standing there waiting, I look up, and someone's getting arrested <laughs> right there, like, right by the airport. What? Yeah, literally right in front of me. I was like, oh, he's getting handcuffed. They're like searching his pockets, pulling out little baggies. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's getting busted. (laughs) And I thought, what an interesting way to get welcomed to a new place.
0: (laughs) The the variety of of things happening at once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was wild, but...
1: So and my Kelly rides was
0: very nice. And Kelly rides off into the sunset.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, rides off in, and it was a really beautiful full moon
0: and the lift driver was yes, nice. And He was talking was, to me about movies. It Was the yeah. Mid-Autumn Festival actually around Yes, you were yes it was. So actually you going to KBBQ was the perfect mm-hmm. thing to do at least in Taiwan culture. Like <laughs> nice. we, we can't explain it. Like other other countries went during the Mid-Autumn Festival, you know, admire the moon, eat mooncakes sing poetry mm-hmm. do something relatively quiet but Taiwanese people love grilling meat <laughs> under uh, the moon <laughs> it's nice. an un, it's an unexplained phenomenon that just got picked up and <laughs> and now whenever that holiday comes by you have to do grill barbecue you have to do barbecue one nice. way or well now i i did something cool and i didn't even know it you did <laughs> nice do you want to go just go in on your acquisition too because it also looks like it's at the pen show sure yeah so i at the booth
1: i was working at tasha i had to get this ink of it's course. called ainezu and it's um actually now i feel bad i don't know oh it's hiroshige um the artist it says mm-hmm. on the box that's why i knew <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: it's the ukiyo a ink collection that tasha yes. did i don't know however long ago i know everybody knows um <laughs> so it's called uh, hey they're classics sh-
0: huh they're classics yes you know, very nice inks
1: um sudden shower at ohashi bridge so it, it just pictures this old ukiyo a painting or sorry like woodblock print of mm-hmm. uh rain and so i was like uh oh, we didn't have that at Oblation, like because we or they I, got. I just, saw,
0: I just saw the color. It's blue black.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's a really pretty blue black, and it's kind <laughs> of like Tsukio. And I just, you know, whatever. I wanted to try it.
0: Um, you and your blue blacks. Um, yeah, it yeah. does look like it has like a sheen, like a yeah. re- a reddish russet sheen to it.
1: And then I also went to JoAnn's <gasps> and picked this up.
0: Anki! Oh my God! Inky from Wearing
1: Gold. Can
0: I have a sample I, you know, the next time you yeah, come? Yeah, of up?
1: course. God, I don't know why I did it. I like because I wanted to get something for Mike because he really likes Wearing Gold inks too. So I did. I got him one called Human Problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of a. It's very similar to Rouge Grenade by Jay Urban. It's like a dark blood of your enemies kind of red color. Um, and <laughs> I was like, I might as well get this because it's pretty. <sighs> so and then of course i brought my pen that i got to work today and i left it at work so <laughs> it's not here but i put a photo of what i think it is in um the link so this guy he's at russ underscore pens Ooh. kirk was selling his pens he's an independent pen maker and i you know, I was looking around at all the different options because, I, of course, I had to buy Kirk's Dallas nib. Oh,
0: yeah, with um, the star, had, the lone yeah. star. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I was like, yeah, I've got to do that. So then, like, I bought the nib from him, and then I walked around the show, and then I came back to his booth, and I was like, oh, I want to put it in this pen. <laughs> I just gave Kirk all my money. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, So it's like this white pearlescent Mm. uh, blank and it has um, this like purple swirl Mm. and it's really pretty it reminds me of ghost Pokemon just in general (laughs) and it made me feel spooky Yes. Um, so I put in uh, Teresa actually gave me some samples that she was like do you want me to bring some samples? Don't be shy. And I was like, I guess if you're going to like make me. (laughs) So so she brought me a sample of the Kala Island taro balls, which we have talked about on this
0: podcast a long time ago. Taiwan theme ties into the theme of this podcast a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it looks really good in there. It's like a perfect, I don't know,
0: marbly taro purple. Um, and it matches the the drink I can and I was going to say it matches your drink that you got on Saturday night yes because you had like the taro smoothie thing with like Oh, it was a slush slushy thing with the pudding and I've got the pudding in there had to get the, the pudding, I love the that. The good choice, the correct option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, you guys have a dog? <laughs> nope.
1: Uh, new neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> um, could, do no, you think it's, it's hearable no. on the podcast? It's just... it's okay. It's like okay. Cookie. Okay, takes, cool. Yeah. Um, and what else? Um, sorry, no, I'm distracted by the dog. S- Sailor Seiboku. Um, Oh, yes. So that I actually got at Oblation today.
0: (laughs) Ah, you went back to Oblation. (laughs) I went back to
1: Oblation and I got Sailor Seiboku because Toasty says that this is an ink that she uses at work. And I decided, you know what? I am kind of sick of using the Uniball Signo 1.0. Uh, gel pens at work. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. I inked it up in this medium cream lamy that I have. Um, nice. You know, and it's really nice. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. I feel like I should just close the window. They're really annoying.
0: <laughs> meanwhile, like right now, this moment during this interlude, Cookie's also pawing at the gate because I, <laughs> I blocked him out
1: so he doesn't disturb
0: us, but he just punched the gate just now, and I hope no one heard it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Cool. Um, and yeah, I also bought this from Kirk, this random Pilot Prera, because I wanted a solid color one. I mean, and, uh, they're, they're really nice. They're They're one of my first pens, too. My first, yeah. like, expensive pens, and now... I ventured way beyond that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I sort of went backwards, but like. You it's did! Really you cute! Kind of. <laughs> I like it. I like
1: the. It's got the, the snap and then the. Hold on. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. So that good. little slide click, like a suck sections like like <laughs> yeah. so i i inked
1: up seiboku in here first and then i decided it might not be thick enough so i used the lamy medium because this is a pilot <laughs> medium so that's basically most of what i got i don't that's think cool. i went too crazy otherwise not that wow. i remember maybe i blacked out
0: well, if, if you're going to a Dallas Penn Show again next year, I would love to go with you because I've never been to Dallas. Like, Oh,
1: my God. We could both just go for fun.
0: I know. If we go for fun and we have KBBQ and we just oh journal God. around the city. Uh, let's do it. And we wouldn't
1: be like super tired. Feet, My feet were like tired yesterday. Oh I was like, oh, shoot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's have fun at a Penn Show next year. The two of us. For once. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. Right? When's the last pen show that we got to hang out for the whole day? Mm. I can't think of one. Nope. <laughs> I, know. I don't think we ever have. <laughs> I don't think we ever did. <laughs> We're both
1: working ladies all the
0: time. Yeah. So let's let's do it. I, I would love to go to Dallas. Yes. Get some get some regular barbecue too, actually. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. Nice. So I guess it's my turn. It's worth 30, yeah. oh 30 minutes in. And here we are. <laughs> are you guys ready? I don't know if this, I'm ready. For this thrill ride. <laughs> Thrilling yeah. to my wallet. <laughs> a ride for everyone else. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just came back from Taiwan, went to Creative Expo. I It was a six day trip. Uh, I happened to have some miles that I could exchange. Um, And I just booked a ticket and it just so happens it was like my instinct was Creative Expo first. And then second, oh, it happens to be close to my mom's birthday. And third, oh, it's also a mid-autumn festival. So it all worked out. Yeah, no, that's really good timing. (laughs) And it's funny because the same week, Elliot is also out of the house. Like he actually went, I don't know if you guys follow my husband Elliot's Instagram, he... I don't remember the handle, it's like numbers, but he went to... Yeah, I know, this, I don't either. <laughs> he he went, uh, he drove his Porsche, his baby Porsche, down the West Coast on like this road trip to essentially the Pensholt Porsches. So it's called Sport, and around, like he said, like, I don't know, 80,000 Porsches from around the world came into the same, you know, same town in Monterey Bay and it was a 4-day kind of event where just all these Porsche enthusiasts gather and he kind of um, drove down and documented it like a journal like a diary on his Instagram calling it his pilgrimage to Sport. Oh, yeah. and he like spent this astronomical like ticket price to get to park his Porsche there and like you know all the wow. expenses that goes into go- getting down there and I, I, I counted how much you spend, and I look at my own spending. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I'm not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> I have my pilgrimage to Creative Expo instead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, it's similar. <laughs> it's similar. <laughs> he, so it's just like that moment when we realize we both have really, like, you know, very deep dive bubble hobbies. Yes. And I'm glad we're, like, Dink you know, dual income, no kids, with a dog (laughs) that we can like afford afford to do this. (laughs) That's the dream, honestly. Oh man, with a cat, (laughs) except for the cat. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was it was so much fun this trip back to Taiwan because I've been following Creative Expo, you know, for a long time. It's essentially uh an exhibit or like uh oh there's a bug in my drink shoot let me take let me take care of let me take care of that real quick first (laughs) ugh i saw it flying there we go nice am i gonna still keep on drinking this milk tea yes (laughs) of course whatever (laughs) so the creative expo is Kind of like a pen show, but it is more of like a countrywide exhibit. Like you know, it's not like a Taipei show. It's more mm-hmm. of like a, the Taiwan's Cultural Ministry um, basically sponsored and co-hosted this event called Creative Expos Exposition Exhibition, and it basically mm-hmm. highlights over five hundred artists, designers, um, architects <laughs> I can't. Architects. Ar- Architects. Architects. <laughs> Architects, like design firms. Like basically, it's a chance to showcase Taiwan's like artistic abilities to the world. Like before the pandemic, they even made it very international. And so it's actually not just this specific exhibition hall that I went to that was like solely focused on the artist. There's also like museums that took part of it in it. They like renovated this old building and like put a bunch of installation art in it. Um, typically there's also like several different exhibition halls that features like household goods that features like AR design like it's like really integrated across the country it just so happens that there's also this specific section of creative expo that features up and coming like artists, illustrators mm-hmm. um and you know creative designs and they also have like rules like you can apply to be part of creative expo uh, as long as you're under 35 like you know that's <laughs> like the age limit to to apply to Whoa, be a vendor okay. so to really kind of continue to i guess foster new blood in a way, sure. so that yeah. there's, you know, not the old ones kept on, like, hogging the tables, basically. So oh, every... It's a it's a yearly event. It's one of the biggest, and, like, although there's other stationary fairs throughout the year, I feel like Asian countries really love exhibits and fairs, but this is... Yeah the biggest um, and it, it it spans six days um, specifically for this exhibit that I went to that's like that includes licensing agencies original characters and illustration slash design slash art licensing agencies are like you know snoopy or like you know <laughs> Japanese characters and there's like this whole section where there's Kitty and that kind of thing exactly there was a few of those Um, there's original characters from Taiwan that you know made it onto like sticker line stickers like the chat chat app that we use in asia mm-hmm. but these original characters are also like collaborations with banks to create cute IC cars like they collaborate mm-hmm. with household goods to make refrigerators with like the original characters on it so uh it's that kind and then of course there's the one that we're most attuned to for a stationary enthusiast, the illustration, design, and art section. And so that was the one I was like going for because it, you know, just to ramble off a few like, I feel like familiar names you guys have like, you know, Johan Studio got mm-hmm. in, La Dolce, so you have to apply and then they pick mm-hmm. and then you get in. So La Dolce Vita was there. Even like Imagine Station from Hong Kong, like they mm-hmm. applied and got there meow illustration carol meow on instagram that does like the floral she's like from australia and oh my god i met her in person i was like (laughs) so i've been a fan and she like signed my book and i was like so i'm actually penguins creative on instagram she's like you're penguins creative and so we we had like that moment where we like recognize each other it was really cute (laughs) um and so like you know that's there's like this whole section of just like artists and creators that makes PT tape, sticker sheets, stamps that, you know, we love using in our journals. Mm-hmm. So that was like my focus. And um, there was there were over like 200 artists, I believe, in that pavilion alone. And I was just like, I'm going to have an open mind. I, I have my goals, I have my short list of things oh I want to like for sure want to buy because every artist basically start promoting and sneak peeking their new designs before the mm-hmm. event. And I was like, I'm gonna go with an open mind and see what happens. And what happened was 30 pounds of stationery coming home with <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It filled an entire suitcase. I went with two, I went with two empty suitcases knowing this would happen. And of course yeah. I filled it coming home. <laughs> I mean, so I, I bought a rug, Kelly. Like, I bought a freaking Oh, it's so cute, though. Aww. Duck rug. <laughs> Unexpected purchases. If you want oh, to like gosh. be really like realistic about that, but yeah, it was wild. I I actually wasn't gonna go that many days. Of the six days, I was only gonna go on the first and second day because for the first and second day, they had like the first hour uh, that are reserved specifically for business, um, like business shoppers so people mm-hmm. who want to inquire for collaboration people mm. who works in like the media and like stationery businesses and of course I I signed in as design fill, so I got to oh, nice. I got I got to get a pass that says like I'm a business shopper and but that's the only way <laughs> to have some quality shopping time because otherwise every single day outside that pavilion like the sh- the each day the show is from 10 to 5 p.m until, like, the last two day, where it's from, like, 10 to 8 p.m., like, mm. 8 in the evening, there's, like, just, like, rows and rows of people. They estimated a total of 60,000 people, like, no way. visited the show in its totality. Whoa. It's it's wild. It's, like, the scale. That's sca- almost the Taylor Swift show.
1: <laughs> no, it, the scale is
0: wild. Like, you know, Whoa. a San Francisco pen show, I would guess, like, at least... At least three thousand, maybe the most three to four thousand, but like the show is sixty thousand people. Like That's it's a lot. It's so many fans. Like each booth will probably have like over five hundred fans of their own, and so everyone wow. like descended on this show, um, to the Creative Expo. And so I I wanted to go on the first two days because it was also a weekday. It was Tuesday and Wednesday, hoping that you know I'd be ahead of the crowd. But everyone had the yeah. same idea, and everyone apparently took days <laughs> off, and so it was just packed the whole entire time, except for those first hours for business wow. shoppers. But man, it was such an experience. Uh, to call co- like to compare it with it's this is my first time going in person, obviously, but I have seen it previously from internet from the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, each it's kind of like a professional exhibition where each brand gets like a booth like a cubicle um Mm -hmm. not like a pen shows where it's just it's just a table you actually get like a kind of partially open cubicle but then each Mm -hmm. artist gets to like kind of decorate it and have it all decked out because you're kind of promoting your brand and like Mm -hmm. promoting your art you're not just there to sell things you're there to like kind of showcase your artistry and so each booth was like transformed into that artist's style or like they had had cutouts of the characters just like pasted around the booth so going there is like stationary art museum, if you will, like mm. going from one table to the next, you're like brought through so many different experiences. You're like admiring art at the same time and paying them, you're buying stuff. <laughs> like it was so much to take in. Like I don't think you can just go for one day, to be honest, for a random person who wants to experience this. I, I've i never been to Kamihaku and Bungu Joshi in Japan, but I would feel like it's like, you know, that level of dedication for, for the artists of their art and a little bit more because the scale is just much bigger in the, in my opinion, like the way yeah. each brand gets its own cubicle <laughs> and then you get like a, this whole display and it is, it is so much looking, so much browsing and so much walking. I think for the first two days I spent like five hours each and that was the maximum because there's no chair inside no tables it was just mm. aisles and walking and I wow. couldn't stay for longer just because my my legs were sore my my <laughs> back my my tote back were getting heavier by the yeah. end of the day <laughs> like PETs are like really heavy <laughs> once you buy a lot of them Ooh. so PET tapes and so I like I had had to like leave early on the first day because that was also the day I landed uh, in Taiwan. Uh, so you just bawled out you were just like I landed All right, I'm here I'm going. I am there I, exactly I landed that's, at 5 I, do that too when I, go to I landed Japan. at 5:30 and then I got to the event at like 10 and that's that's in that day I clocked out at two and then that's amazing. I, went, I I had to uh, employ the help of my sister to help me carry yeah. stuff. To help me pay (laughs) for stuff (laughs) because because like the shopping experience is that a lot of the booths take cash, um, Mm. or line pay. Like surprisingly, credit card is not as common in like you know they're like Shopify Square or whatever. It's not as prevalent Mm -hmm. there, but the the line pay system is almost equivalent. It's basically think of it as Venmo where they tied mm-hmm. it to your bank account and so you can just Venmo them money yeah. you know so line pay or something like that and i yeah. my my line app is like us region so i can't yeah. activate line pay which is a good thing cuz i don't know how much more damage i could do <laughs> yeah. if i had a credit card like i honestly like ran out of money <laughs> like the third hour in on the first yeah. day no, I didn't that tracks I know I didn't I didn't exchange enough money so I had to like use I was like my sister I was Jenny come over here pay for me pay for me <laughs> and nice. yeah like you know I had that short list of stationary stuff I was like aiming for like specific taste from this artist specific stamps from this artist but then I went in and I saw cute rugs, I saw socks, I bought a bunch of socks. socks. I, I bought tons of plushies, like cute plushies. I know I love all the plushies from artists. The penguins. It's totally a thing, guys, to to enjoy plushies alongside your favorite stationery <laughs> yes. items. Um so lots of unexpected purchases that I don't even like know where to begin. They're all like back there in, the, in my suitcase still. Um <laughs> And also,
1: I expect some uh, some PET samples
0: next of time. Of course, I see you. <laughs> I have so many good cat ones that I thought oh, of you when yay. I bought them. Oh, okay. So I definitely thought I like have bought them because of you. <laughs> yay! So cats are the best. It was a cool experience because not only there's like a lot of things to buy and like the creativity of like what these people can come up with of things that they can make is also like really, really scary. Like it's really immersive. And I would say like you're you're not just buying creator stationery, you're buying creator stuff to put in your house. Like I said, Mm -hmm. a carpet or like, you know, curtain (laughs) hanging socks. Socks, tote bags, <laughs> scarves, like all with these artists' work and style that you just feel like you want to wear them on your body. You want to take them with you on your bag. Like it's so many things. And what about like um, enamel pins? Oh, so many enamel <laughs> pins. So many acrylic keychains. Um, nice. So many like phone cases too. Ooh. Like things that you can really incorporate into your like setup. There's, nice. just, there's just a lot of things. And um, th- the cool thing is many of the artists are there. Like the people mm-hmm. that, you know, are usually behind the scenes, like on Instagram, the people who actually drew, you know, Avocado Mori's cool yeah. illustration. And the people behind a kind of cafe that designed these amazing <laughs> prints are all there. Like, oh, my God, they're troopers. I don't know how they could do six days. Six
1: days, no way. Ten,
0: ten to five standing. No way. Nope. I, it all, like, I, I can't even speak. No, thank you. I follow them on threads because a lot of Taiwanese artists use threads. And, like, mm. it was, like, day one to day six, and you just see them, like, crumble under, like, <laughs> pressure every day. Just, like, they, yeah. they said, like, today my my legs are dead. Someone's getting pink eyes. Someone's had, like, tummy ache. Like, they were just, like, dying slowly throughout the whole duration of the show. It's, it's kind of sad, but also funny. And so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was weird because I went into this event thinking I'm so nervous, I, I'm i meeting a bunch of these artists I've been a fan of, like behind the scenes from the US mm-hmm. um, for the first time, how do I, I want to like introduce myself to them, I want to like ask for their signature in my book, are they going to think I'm weird, like am I suddenly not going to be able to speak Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> and turn, turns out they were just as awkward and, like, <laughs> intermittent as I, and so it actually ended up being a good time. Like, everyone, every artist was so friendly. No one said no about signing. Like, everyone yeah. signs stuff. It's so normal. And I brought nice. home, I brought back to Taiwan like the Halloween Reese's, you know, the Reese's chocolate with the mm. pumpkin design, oh, and yeah, I was yeah. just like giving it to the artists because you know, Reese's isn't like pe- chocolate peanut butter isn't really an Asian thing. I don't think they have that actually, yeah. or like they have it, but it's like expensive. But you know, the U.S. ones with the fun shapes is what yes. where's it's at. So, good. so and so it was really fun that you get to like actually talk to the creators, yeah. like artists, and like it, it feels. That moment of interactions makes me feel very like, oh, that's kind of like us at the shows. Like, people come up to us, talk to us, exchange words. It's not like, I don't know what the Japan vibe is like for Japan shows, but I would imagine it'd be hard to talk to creators. Like, they're a little bit more reserved, like shoppers and and (laughs) creators alike. But in Taiwan, it's kind of like that, that sweet middle where you're not talking too much but they they are also like happy to talk to you and so we i got to like chat with a lot of them and i brought my traverse notebook of course the one illustrated by exoraka and i got a bunch of like signatures and it's cute because they were they were all like using sharpies and markers and like i I don't care just sign (laughs) just sign my book and so i got a Bunch of cute signatures from so many of cool artists. Like this one's Imagine Station signed my book Ah. and drew penguins on them. So it was. That's adorable. It was amazing. I like this. This is my favorite part of uh, <laughs> the event. There's this duck, so cute. D- duck illustration. I, I, I bought this duck um, from an artist. It's so dorky. I, and I have a feeling I would have just shouted the entire time. You screamed. would. Like, I wish, <laughs> you know, I really want to take you there someday. Like, we got to yeah. go together and just, like, enjoy the frenzy of shopping. Yeah. And then also, like, you know, meeting the artist. It's a whole nother level. And then it's so easy to shop because, like, you know, it's very different from pensions where things are like five hundred dollars, right? The things yeah. you're looking at right now are like five to ten dollars on your table. And so you keep you keep like throwing them into your basket, thinking it's okay, and then like suddenly you've spent over one thousand dollars like total. That's, that's how it feels shopping at loft in Japan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or like any stationery store in Japan. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's wild. And then like I feel like I really appreciate a creative expo and learning more about the artists because of like there's so many cool things that um, are very like culturally nuanced too Mm -hmm. and you know shopping here in the US, you buy from Japanese artists, you you know, they they really love their retro vibe, right? Like Mm -hmm. their Showa style. And then here you have artists here that like touches on like American culture, like movie references. Mm -hmm. But then like in Taiwan, I get to really enjoy all the artists deep diving, deep diving into the Taiwanese nuances. Like this artist called Ning Lo Art. um, made these stickers that are like reflective like with a mirror but this is a a very typical mirror that are typically placed in like public spaces where people can like use to check their reflection but it's also like printed with like advertisements from like cement company or like pumbling pumbling companies (laughs) so she made her own Yeah. yeah Plumbing, yeah. I, I, I suddenly can't speak. So she made her own version of like her little weasel character, and then that's like the cute. mirror sticker. So I was gonna, I was gonna put the sticker on like my Hobonichi cover next year, like the to decorate the front of my book, and oh, I can that's, that's constantly great. have a little mirror here. So yeah. that was that was really cute. Um, what's another cute thing? So I have this bag, this tote bag. <laughs> what's another cute thing? My entire bag. <laughs> this tote bag that I got. Um, oh. from... From one of the store from one of the brands. Is that like takeout? It's a traditional suit like outdoor market shopping bag for alcohol. Ah. Oh
1: <laughs> it's like nice.
0: Really the in the older days like really like my grandmother would shop with these and they would carry like rice wine or like <laughs> alcohol bottle but they retransformed it with like it looks exactly the same as what you would find at the market actually but yeah. the design is like they made it like with their own art design and this yeah, that's this really back says like the back is says, that like
1: an angel and a devil or something or? yeah
0: the, the the cute thing is these these two little girl or the little angel? boy and the little boy and girl illustration is an illustration style that's very common in your elementary notebooks like elementary oh. school books typically feature these two kids and so this guy oh. basically took it and ran with it and, and like that's made funny. really funny puns and like jokes with the little, with the two kids and so yeah. this back says so people who carry this bag might might have happiness, like, you know, like, unsure. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> so was, nice. Because it usually cute it's, like,
0: yeah, more Yeah, but it was, just, it was just kind of funny, and I I basically, like, filled this. Like, it was a great shopping bag, and, like, you know, it was a great yeah. haul. A fun, nice. interesting item. Oh, this other thing I really needed to show you, and it's on Instagram. So this artist, um, Yun Zen Ho? Ho ho, did these cute, um, really amazing illustrated postcards. But it's really cool because if you go on her Instagram and um, utilize the AR effects, the next Mm -hmm. time you point your phone at this card, Mm -hmm. basically it it activates oh, the card wow, that's really cool on your phone oh. so you can actually like experience the card in AR look oh, at that, that it's is so very neat it's so cool so i bought a bunch of her, her cards too like th- these cards like, are a dollar how does that even work a dollar there was a dollar yeah what here's another one there's a really cool one and there's this one's like a, a boy looking into like an aquarium. And so once wow. you activate the AR, you can like go in. And I like really admire the details of the aquarium. Wow. It's really cool. Um, That's amazing. So you get to find like cool artists that does things like this, like really take stationery and art into the next level. Um, what else? Another unexpected thing I bought was like these microfiber <laughs> towels. Uh, and it's like mimicking you know how Japan has the public bathhouse so Taiwan also had like these like saunas so these are like what you would typically get at these like retro saunas like this this old school fugly like pink and blue is the iconic towel that you get at these public bathhouse and he printed (laughs) uh, the same pattern and it's just it's like we call them shitty towels, really. Like, <laughs> but it's so cute, oh, I can't help cute. it. It's the nice. same illustrator with the two kids. Um, so really going hard on so many cool concepts that's like has like these cultural kind of jokes or like puns or nuances. Um,
1: yeah,
0: the aforementioned socks I bought a bunch. <laughs> a bunch of socks from all these creators Ooh. like how can i not they're so good like
1: i mean mm. i feel like
0: i feel like socks are pretty common in the u.s too like when you go to gift shops it's always very yeah. prevalent to find socks with like punny funny like illustrations on it but you know it makes you feel like you're wearing something that creators are where are have designed and it looks cool um let's yeah. see yeah yeah and You know, just like a show would, you know, there's always the popular booth and then, like, the not-so-popular booth. But then it's, like, a healthy Mm -hmm. mix because you get to, like find new things like there's literally this booth called the little canines that is so popular yeah Um, i feel like i've talked to you about little canines before they draw dogs and cats um (laughs) and so they were so popular they need to have like a queue outside their queue and then they're like the the first to sell out every single day and i i bought like a bunch of stuff they were like my first stop and i never went back again because it was just so crowded
1: yeah
0: um but they they made this PT tape that's called like featuring a dog that says all mine. So it's cute. like dogs like hoarding or guarding oh. their toys. So I bought like you, you a, with your stationery. I bought you a transfer sticker that oh. features this, but the cat version. Oh, cute! <laughs> I cat, need that. The cat version of all mine. <laughs> oh, I need so, it. So so good. Um, <laughs> And so our friend Judy Tokuvet's memory was doing mm-hmm. like a personal shopping thing for oh. the duration of Creative Expo for a couple of friends. Wow. And she like almost died when people asked her to go back to the little canine. She's like, Just I'm not. i kidding me. I'm <laughs> not going back into that line. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it a was lot. like a one time thing. Um, man, I Yamadoro, Yamadoro, Yamadoro Dari Yo Yo, mm-hmm. Dodo, Lulu. the names are all kind of cute.
1: Dodo, um, Lulu, is that the one with the? Yeah, the with yep. the
0: with the diary that you were gonna talk about. Oh, like, so yeah, good. she's an artist from Hong Kong. She also came and like it was just really cool to see all her art in person. And every artist has like a little gashan machine. Like they they oh, took I love the gashan. They took the gacha machine concept blind box concept basically mm-hmm. and then like you know they put their stamps in the little little you know the eggs and then they put their washi tapes yeah. or whatever so you have to play to get the one you want and so oh, that really man. gets you I bet you just keep, like sold out you just keep putting <laughs> d- down like like each play was about 100 NTD which is like $3 which oh, is okay not that bad like considering yeah, no, blind blind box here are like ten dollars a piece yeah
1: well i mean that's because they're all imported (laughs) that's true that's true they're all
0: imported from japan (laughs) so i bought um a bunch of fun stuff like that and like gashapon plates so many gashapon machines they have a (laughs) they have a whole wall of gashapon machines like you would find in japan and it was just all creator gadgets acrylic keychains so little gimmicks so it was it was really really fun um, let's see, and I feel like I've discovered and uh, reconnected with a lot of like what I call up-and-coming artists that are mm-hmm. really popular in Taiwan right now, but have not yet been seen or mm. you know, I guess made aware by sh- sellers in the U.S. Like there's lots of shops these days that sells stuff from Yamadoro or like you know yeah. Avocado Mori, but. You know this brand called Do Not Like Sunday is super cool. So they mm-hmm. are they are actually a group of YouTuber. So that in Taiwan that used to, it's like YouTuber influencer turn creator. And so mm-hmm. she also enjoys stationery a lot and does this YouTube channel all around like stationery, and she developed this um, product with uh, a brand called IMAT in Taiwan that makes cutting mats. And so it's, like, a, a foldable mat with, like, the dinosaur oh, that's design. Cute. That's That's her art. <laughs> but it folds into a TN size. Oh. So you can put this in your Traverse notebook, like, because A5 Slim is pretty popular. Yeah. So, like, that's another thing I wanted to say about this Creative Expo was, like, you know, all these artists care so much about their art. They're not compromising on the quality of the stuff. Like, you don't yeah. see bad postcards or like you know not sticky stickers or like oh. overly sticky stickers like everyone mm. went all out to make really good tapes really good products really good glasses really good socks like really good yeah. like Taiwanese made manufacturing like Taiwanese manufacturing is really good in, in many of these like little things and so there's just so many cool products that you know will work well or stay with you for a long time and like yeah. you know reliable so that's another thing i really enjoyed um, oh about. that's amazing i also bought a blanket like ah. <laughs> from this creator called panji underscore underscore p-a-n-g-i-i and so it's the her character is this penguin ah. that she called a pangji. <laughs> and she basically made like this fluffy comforter with oh. the penguin design on it. So Cute. one of the first things I grabbed on day one, because <laughs> they're all limited <laughs> in quantity.
1: Oh, I, got this, the I got
0: this keychain. I got the scrumpy keychain. Um from this brand Uh called square studio and so she her her brand is basically around these emotions like happiness disgruntled grumpy there's like this emo one in different like you know cute plushy shapes so i bought the grumpy one so i can like hang it onto my bag on days that i feel grumpy (laughs) So, so yeah oh my god this this brand called crazy eyes um it has like this adorable character yeah. called, called it's like a fried tempura oh. <laughs> in, in chinese it's called fried shrimp but it's like a tempura uh, character yeah. and it's so cute looks like a chicken but it's like <laughs> like my grandmother was like what is this a chicken i'm like no it's tempura <laughs> so that's so a cute. cute a cute tempura plushie i got i i bought oh this fun thing Again, useful stationery. Um, these are natural like sponges that are activated uh-huh. by water, so they're they start out flat, oh, but yeah. once you like put it under a running faucet, they like expand and it becomes just like your everyday sponge that you can use to clean mugs and stuff. And That's of course, um, this one is by Ann Brownie A N N N three Ns. Brownie and, like, they made cute sponges in the shape of a cookie, too. So Aww. when it, like, when it inflates, it became a cute cookie. Um, and, of course, the brand that Toasty loves, Lompar Man, the, the, oh. the guy who draws penises, yeah. made one. <laughs> that's, like, a sponge but in the shape of a little cute penis. And so, you know, I can't wait to inflate this and use this in our, like, studio guest room. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's so cute. There's so much more. Like I, there's this artist called David Cookslove, um, and draws these cats with like food, food and fruits. Mm. So really amazing illustrations. A lot of cute ones that are like really illustration style where you would even see them in like exhibits. Like they would enter exhibits and win. So. And they, then for this expo, they printed postcards, they printed keychains, they printed stickers that you can buy. Like, my first day, my first day strategy was to get all the things that I had in my mind and, mm-hmm. like, carry the heavy stuff home. And the second day strategy, I went with a very open mind. And then I just ended up picking up, like two postcards from this booth because the character is cute. Picked up, like, a badge from this booth. Like, you know, this new this new artist. You're so cool. I bought, like, a few stickers. So that's why I ended up with, like, a whole stack of postcards. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Just, like, from, like, uh-huh. a variety of vendors. And, like, You know, I'm not committed to buying the pushy because it's expensive, but I will support your art by buying like two to three of your postcards.
1: Yeah. And
0: also that allows me to kind of like learn more about your style and art and, you know, keep a little bit of your amazing work, you know, with me. (laughs) So so it's just like really, really cool. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, I I, I definitely (laughs) a lot more than i thought i would But <laughs> spend i had to use my my sister's uh credit card in, in a way and i dedicated two days to the event and then somehow went back the third day like in the <laughs> evening because um, i was hanging out with a friend and i was just like ah. Oh. Let's just go and see what it's like in the evenings if, if I don't have to queue. And I went and it was bad. I kept shopping. And then like like I said, the last day um, of the event, my my mother and my aunts were like, so what is Creative Expo? I'm like, you guys want to see? We can go and check it out for an hour. And so we <laughs> went again. So out of the six days I was in Taiwan, I went four times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: Just just really went went wild with yeah. with my shopping.
1: Of course. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: Nobody's so... surprised except you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the kinda the big gist of things. I I have plans for my hauls. Like, you know, obviously I wanna use them and I wanna share them too and kinda do like intros. Intri- basically introduce a lot of these new artists that I found. I think I've only scratched the surface too because there were like 200-ish artists in that pavilion. And I've shopped from like only around 50 of them. <laughs> only. So, oh but still, only still 50. a lot. <laughs> only 50. <laughs> <laughs> but considering how much time I spent there, it's actually nice. It's actually like good that I didn't buy from every single one of them because it would yeah. be wild. Um, oh, and I like saw Hank's Diary and Bear huh? Koopa on my first day. Like, I was I was nice. doing a vlog. They didn't, like, they entered, but I, I, actually, I don't know if they entered or not, or maybe they just didn't join this year's Creative Expo. So they were there just to, like, attend the event. Yeah. So I was, like, vlogging my entrance into the show, and I had <laughs> no idea I was walking behind the, the two of them for that first 30 <laughs> seconds. It wasn't until later when they came around that I saw their, like, like their face. I was like, Oh my god, i been <laughs> they were in my video. I could have just like tap on their shoulder and talk to them. Um so that was kind of like a fun little snippet. Nice. <laughs> and towards the end I got to talk to like Mr. Eggplant who was there to help um, their friend her friends, um, mm-hmm. Avocado Mori and like a kind of cafe. So I I kinda chatted with her and I was like, You guys wanna come to us Pen Show? <laughs> like Yeah And they were like genuinely interested so i don't know maybe maybe we'll be bringing a little piece of creative expo next year to to the u.s maybe
1: we can maybe sf is a show we can also attend uh not working
0: that'd be really cool i hope that i hope i could make that happen that would be really (laughs) fun (laughs) so yeah that's that's basically it and i i plan so my next step uh, is i want to um Unpack all of my haul like spend a good chunk of a weekend um, going through organizing them and for those who are curious about what else I bought at, at this event <laughs> I hope to make a little short videos YouTube videos that just kind of like showcases the artist talk a little bit about them and then use their stuff in my journal so that's going to take up a significant part of my next few months Yeah. and also I have a lot to think about about how much I <laughs> could how much my budget could be in japan because it's not that far away <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's coming up, it's coming up. Um, oh my gosh
1: yeah <laughs> i know i'm trying to like i don't know japan's gonna be crazy
0: <laughs> i know I mean, I did so much damage with even like the cheaper stuff, like the Creative Expo. I don't know how much damage I would do in Japan. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I bought any inks and pens on this trip, though. It's really all just stationary Hey, and well, that's and, that's what you can carpets. save for Japan. Like, <laughs> Oh, I didn't buy any in Taiwan. <laughs> I can buy them now in Japan. Yeah. Glass pens and stuff. And so man is so weak man i know all the food that i can eat too oh, that's something man. i'm looking forward oh, I'm to so i had excited. so i had so many good foods in taiwan did so you get good. bubble tea of course i did i bought <laughs> bubble tea holders <laughs> from <laughs> nice. artists <laughs> nice so i guess that's pretty much the end of my like summary um I know our friend Judy Tokubet's Memory may do a stream or two mm. on Twitch to talk about her experience being a personal shopper there. But um, if you guys are interested in more, look forward and follow to follow my YouTube channel, Penguins Creative. Yeah. Um. <sighs> oh, you want to talk about your new new item? Kind of. Oh God, what new item? I'm looking your at that. Oh.
1: Things you. You mean the the planner?
0: Plan- the planners. <laughs> so. Kelly's uh, getting itchy, itchy feet, is what okay. we call it.
1: <laughs> I just want to say, when I went to Oblation today, that, by the way, I just want to let everyone on this podcast know Oblation Papers and Press in Portland, Oregon has a pretty hefty stack of Hibino planners in both colors still available. So, like, if you want that planner, you should go. And so, you know, I'm sitting there, I bought the ink, you know, I bought a Con 40 for this pilot. That's all I bought. I was sitting there looking at the Hibinos again. I'm like, oh, they're so pretty. And I just went, no, no. So I didn't buy (laughs) Oh, You
0: you almost bought a Hibino? (laughs) Yeah, because
1: they're there. They're right there. I got to look at them. Oh, I just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, there's also a good amount of Hobonichi stuff still there as well. Of course. Um, Just so you guys know. Uh, But anyway um, yeah so I was looking at the Hubino and then April was telling me or no it wasn't April telling me uh, I just happened to see the Fleur Your Lab um, Mm -hmm. posted that they are releasing their planner and it's called Narrow without the W like Narrow or something Mm -hmm. and I was like you know, I I saw, you know, I put did the drop down for all the text on this post and it's all in Chinese, but I saw that it said like A6 and B6. Is that right? And mm-hmm. but then the rest is Chinese. And I was like, April, do, does narrow mean like TN size? And she's like, no, that's just what the planners called. I'm like,
0: why? Why is it called narrow? <laughs> it's like the thinking of you planner. And it's like the our studios planner is called the research. Sure. Know, you know, that's just what it's they call a, it. It's just the name of the
1: planner. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that's acceptable. Um, And every single freaking year, I always look at the freaking Fleurier Lab Planner.
0: And I'm always like, oh, maybe next year. And
1: maybe it should be this year. (laughs)
0: Maybe it's this year. It's also like one day, one page. And it's made with Tomoy River paper. Hopefully the new one. And it's
1: really cool. (sighs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we, we don't know what it looks like yet, but we know that it's been announced. And didn't it say like shipping late November or something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know.
0: Oh, so the reason it's called the narrow is uh, the cons- the the book, the journal, the planner mm-hmm. that she designed, starting with the concept, from the concept of narrate your awareness. So it's like
1: narrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I like
0: in, that. Retur- return to inner peace in the simplest way. It's <laughs> so zen. It's very zen. <laughs> I <need that. laughs> See, yeah. I'm like,
1: oh, I could use that for meditation. I don't meditate, I want to, but <laughs> uh, So anyway, okay. That's very cool. Glad they announced that. Um, and then do how do you pronounce do do, do- Dodo Dodolulu. Dodo Lulu. Um mm-hmm. did I think you shared with me or I saw
0: it, or I don't remember. I think I shared it on the story. I like I was like, Oh it was yeah, wild. and
1: I was like, what the heck? Um, yeah Dota Lulu is making a planner and it's very mm-hmm. similar to the our studio and the pal yeah. like the same layout yeah.
0: yeah the eight boxes across two pages yeah. like our plotter blue refills <laughs> wait yeah what the do you plotter, mean? our plotter Shiranami Japan Blue Project blue refills are also the eight oh, block eight oh, block style. okay. Nice. oh my gosh You are so hey (laughs) you won't let me buy plotter
1: stuff anyway (laughs) that's true (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah the the taiwanese planner uh war zone has officially begun like hello (laughs) studio i've known i've heard that w yo 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 is making a planner this year with dimanche which is a planner maker in taiwan Mm. um you know we got dodo lulu you got carol mail mail illustration has their own planner um, Hang diaries, the Our Studio t- the planners coming out. Thinking of you is almost out. There's so many mm. <laughs> planner choices in yeah. Taiwan, and most I would say like you were asking me about the paper, so. Most of the more stationary brand ones mm-hmm. use Tomoy River paper, like even Flurry Lab uses Tomoi River paper because it's just mm-hmm. like good good paper for fountain pen. But people in Taiwan, they're not as particular about using fountain pen inks, in my opinion, like specifically the stationary people. They're more into like gel pens and like regular writing instruments. Um, fountain pens do... Yeah, men still consider it a little bit more expensive to use inks and such. But rest assured, the paper that they use are pretty suitable for like stamping, mm. for like writing. Oh, we forgot about the the take a note too. Those are already out. And yeah. so that's an old. So it's though. like exactly. <laughs> so it's like you wouldn't worry have to worry too much about paper like ghosting or like bleed through. Because these stationary people love planners too, so like they, yeah. they know for the basic sticking, cutting, and writing, you know, you they got you covered. But yeah, if if it's not the TRP, then uh, fountain pen ink could be a little bit, you know, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. You just gotta try it. You just gotta buy it and try it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um.
1: No, I lost what I was gonna say. It's over.
0: and that's okay so i guess that concludes um what are you looking forward to next (laughs) so
1: like i put unpacking all my stuff so i i was actually thinking like it might be kind of to make it like a fun thing like unboxing but it's just my own stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm packing. I'm like, like just because I have, I have so much. So, okay. Compared to You should to do April, an Instagram live. Like, like, compared to April, I feel like I don't have that much. But I feel like compared to any normal person,
0: I have a lot of
1: stuff. I have a lot <laughs> of stations. I'm the
0: most abnormal one. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: like me times four, probably. But I... Like, all my stuff, I I packed so carefully. I I didn't pack my other stuff carefully, but stationary, fountain pen stuff, I was like, gotta keep it all nice in these little boxes. So I thought it'd be fun to like, okay, let's open this one today and just, you know, to keep me motivated to actually unpack because... Oh my god, that would be fun. Yeah. And this room is smaller than my last place, so... Like, it's already feeling a little claustrophobic in here. But Mike's been helping me so much. And I seriously don't know what I would do without him. He's really been my rock through this whole moving thing. Um, And, yeah, he's, he, like, got all my clothes on the bed. But now I'm like, oh, shoot, we're going to go to bed soon. What am I going to do with all the clothes? <laughs> I just have to, like, throw them. I, I don't know um but then one other thing is uh my roommate slash ex-oblation co-worker maddie um she was like hey kelly my mom's gonna be in town and i thought it'd be fun if like we took our moms to the pumpkin patch on savvy island i'm like oh although it's supposed to be like 80 this weekend which is <laughs> dumb but you know that Some might be pot. a cute Mother-daughter times two thing.
0: <laughs> Salvi Island is so nice. I've been. It's yeah. so cute. Yeah, it's really good. So we that might do that. That sounds really fun. Yeah. What about well, I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to my weekend, too. Uh, our friend Aren't you doing a Jan- journaling thing? That's like later this month. So by the way, for those who live in Washington, you're interested. <laughs> I'm hosting a journaling meetup on October 28th. I think, mm. at Kirkland Library. And it's open to the public. It's free to join. So nice. come on over and shop by D-Stash. Um, <laughs> nice. But this this weekend, though, I am hosting Jasmine from Jasmine Marie oh, Plant. Right. So we're going to go do fun, some fun stationery things. And we are going to visit... Did you hear that the Seattle Aquarium is doing this collaboration yes. with Animal Crossing? Yes. So yes. we're going on Sunday. Oh, oh my goodness. I want to go I'm so, so excited. bad. Uh, you have I- to come up. It's, it's, it's all the way till December. I would go again. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I'm my, Actually, my coworker told me about that. And I was like, wait, What?
0: So I am, we're going to go where our little traveler's notebook passport size, we're going to oh, be like documenting all the fish, so we're going to take take photos oh. with the sea otters and the cutouts, and maybe they have the stamp caravans thing, you know, the stamp oh, yeah. station, I, stamp relay. I'm obsessed relay. with that. I'm so I excited. Yeah. It's it's our first stationery in real life, well, I guess game in real life, event, yeah. but still. I hope they do a good job. (laughs) Like, don't let me down. (laughs) So, a good uh, trip from both of us. And we hope to share more fun stories in the future as well. Yes. So, again, this is April from Penguins Creative. And Kelly from Kelly Love Letters. And we'll see you guys soon.
1: (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you.
0: Bye.